Welcome back to another episode. I know it's been a while since the last one, but I have some things I want to share about why that is the case. And then uh, we'll jump right into the rest of it. But first, let me say thank you for listening. This is Ambushed, a podcast that I started back in, man, 2016 as an attempt to try and share some good things that I've gotten from my education. I was trained as a pastor, and this is one of the ways I try to give something back to the world. But over the past couple of years, I found myself rubbing shoulders and elbows with people that were not necessarily raised in church culture, yet seemed really interested in the way that I would talk about it. But really... I'm not doing anything super fancy. I'm just quoting some of the best of the tradition that I inherited. And so I've always enjoyed church history and I've always enjoyed theology and philosophy and poetry and, man, everything else. And uh, so every so often I just write down some notes and then talk about my notes and hit record and that's what this is. But earlier this year... I did a series on Jonah, chapters 1, 2, 3, and 4. It's a short book, but it's a good one. And then I took a number of weeks off from this, which really, honestly, was not the plan. It really wasn't. But one week turned into two, and then a third, and then I really felt as though I needed to take a step back and just try to evaluate why I'm doing this and for whom and am I doing it for the right internal purposes I guess so I ended up buying a brand new journal and starting my notes from scratch and it was a little painful but I I felt as though something needed to change and that's what this one's about this one is called no seriously this is all about you. And I, that's the title because this endeavor of mine is seriously all about you. It's not necessarily about me just trying to sound fancy or try to come up with something creative, but it's legitimately about you having a full life as much as possible. So let me, let me explain a little bit. My brother and I, and numerous people, we've all had the common trope said to us. Like, do we want a sage on the stage or a guide on the side? And when you go through life, you might find that you resonate well with one or the other. And maybe you'll pay money to go and stand or sit in an auditorium and listen to a sage up on stage, but it's somebody you can't really connect with. And then some people prefer to have a guide on the side of the road that they're walking on. Just a guide, somebody that can point them in the right direction, but not necessarily someone that walks next to them. Well, I guess the third option would be not to have a sage on the stage or a guide on the side, but is there a spot or a place for a guide on the stage or a sage on the side of the road. And I guess if I can say anything, I hope to be something close 
to a sage on the side of the road. And I don't even think I'm that smart. I'm just quoting the people who are smarter than me. But I'm walking on the same path. So it's really not that I'm a guide on the side. I'm just trying to be somebody that connects you with the best of the old tradition as I'm walking on the same path. And if that's uh, a mental picture for what this podcast is, then that's a great one. Because like I said, I'm not sure if I really say anything that impressive. And in fact, I really do just quote a lot of people that came before us. So I hope that you can uh, see these episodes as something like that. But quite seriously, all of this, the past, man, I've done more than 50 or 60 episodes of this. Um, Quite seriously, the world needs you. Not necessarily just me, but I mean, the world absolutely needs you to change you. (laughs) And the world needs you to change your part of the world. And granted, I was trained as a pastor and I was raised in a Christian household, but my hope is that these episodes are really about you growing as a person. They're about you responding well to the events of your own life, the good and the bad. These are hopefully about giving you the wisdom of the past. I've already said that, but maybe also to encourage you to strategize and implement what you want to do next and then maybe help other people to do the same. And I say this because In a previous episode, I talked about how I was doing a word study in Greek. In the New Testament, which was written in Greek, we have this phrase, eternal life. But the word eternal isn't really eternal. It's, quote, exceeding beyond the limit, end quote. And so for me, an authentic and vibrant spirituality is always concerned with helping people to have a life that exceeds beyond the limit. That it's, you could say abundant, you could say overflowing, you could say a number of things, but exceeding beyond the limit is just amazing. And I guess if we could use another passage from the New Testament, it would be that every single one of us have to repent or perish. Now let me pause you. I understand maybe you've heard that phrase and it already made you cringe. Let me break it down because I think we've misunderstood it. Repent is really a terrible phrase that we've gotten. It's a bad translation. For good or bad, in the 4th century, Jerome translated the Bible from Greek into Latin. This is known as the Vulgate. But when he translated it, he used the word penance repent, penance, as his translation for the word, change your mind. And so what happened is we understand penance as meaning to do with punish. And so for no wonder, for the past 1600 years, when people hear the phrase repent or perish, they hear it as punish yourself or perish. And that is a colossal missing the point of what this is really about. 
At the beginning of John's gospel, no, I'm sorry, Matthew's gospel, the first thing Jesus says is repent or perish. But let's not understand it as punish yourself, but instead Jesus coming onto the scene and say, hey guys, y'all got to change the way you think about everything because it's heading towards disaster if you don't. And in the New Testament, there's plenty of examples where people change their mind. They change the way they think about things. They return back to their original goodness, whatever you want to say. But beyond that, it's not a one and done thing. And in fact, there's plenty of places where the New Testament talks about you have to constantly return and rethink things in your life. And so if this podcast is anything, I'm hoping it's helping you to return and to rethink some things, maybe in the broad scopes, but maybe if you've already done that, maybe now it's a matter of going back and fine-tuning just the little things. Because it's the little things that also catch us up. Yes, we maybe have got the broad-scale turnaround and rethinking where we say, yeah, I do want to live a life that's healthy and whatever holy means. However, the broad-scale understanding of that's great. That should be celebrated. Somebody has returned to who they originally were before all this stuff happened, and they're, they're now rethinking the way they do everything in a broad scale. But, but maybe these episodes are supposed to be fine-tuning the little tiny things that just need a little bit of tweaking of uh, direction. You, need, you just need to tweak this idea just a little bit. And so maybe, maybe these episodes are really about fine-tuning. And in that sense, this really is. No, seriously, this is all about you. This is all about me. This is all about all of us trying to find ways to return and rethink either in a broad scale or on the fine-tuning. And because of that, I think from now on, I'm going to try to do most of these episodes in such a way that they are all geared towards the fine-tuning. And, of course, some people might say, this is too centered on the person. Especially if you were raised in a church background, you might say, well, this is just selfish. This is quote, anthropocentric, which is meaning that it's all man-centered. But you know what? Uh, God is anthropocentric in, in many ways. God has got humanity as one of his core concerns. And so let's be concerned with helping one another fine-tune the way that we return and rethink our lives. Christian spirituality, if you ask me, is completely concerned with the whole thriving of the whole person. And to go back to something earlier, it's this whole path that we're on. It's wonderful for you or I to make the, the large turn and rethink towards wanting to be healthy and holy. That's great. But the interesting thing is that the word evolve has also become very important or integral to my understanding of life. Not necessarily evolution in its broad sense, although 
that can be a whole other episode about what do we do with that because it seems to be in contradiction with how we've understand the faith before the 19th century. However, evolve comes from the Latin, which just means to roll. (laughs) Things need to keep rolling on. And if things stay still, then it's no longer evolving, it's no longer moving, and it has become stagnant, and it can ossify or turn into fossils. But this is all about us, these episodes. It's about us evolving, and not just staying still, but but rolling on. Or if you let's use another word, I, I've really come to like the word blossom. Authentic spirituality is about the blossoming of the whole person. It's about thriving. It's about, I've said before, growing up, waking up, showing up, cleaning up your own life. It's It's got all of these things wrapped up in it. But here's the thought. In the ancient Greek language, they had a word, telos, T-E-L-O-S, telos which really just meant goal or end or purpose. Well, the telos of the human being, the goal, the purpose, the reason, the rationale, did I say the goal already? I forget. The purpose or end is that we keep evolving. We keep growing. We keep blossoming. We don't become stagnant. And instead, we... Do the broad scale, yes, return and rethink, but we've also got to keep fine-tuning how we return and rethink because life is too complicated for it just to be an offer-on switch. It's not like one day you just flip a switch and all of a sudden everything's completely turned around. It's that things take some time to unravel. And one of the clearest examples is in the book of Acts. There's the Apostle Paul, who at this point was not an apostle. He wasn't following Jesus. And instead, he's going around killing the earlier followers of Jesus. He thought he was completely devout, and he had immense fervor towards that purpose and goal for his own life. And then he has an experience of the divine and God shows up and Jesus says, why do you persecute me? Because at least in that passage, if you do stuff to other people, it's like you're doing it to Jesus himself. Now, most of Christian tradition, I was taught that Paul then turned around, he fell off this horse after this blinding light happened to him. And then he went and became an apostle and preached constantly until he was his own execution but that's not true there are some scholars that look at some of the timing of the letters and they say wait a second paul had this experience he met up with some of the apostles they were kind of worried about him because like wait a second this is a guy that went around killed all of us and then he disappears and in fact there's a, a question of how many years did Paul disappear before he came back on the scene as a full-fledged follower of Jesus? Well, it kind of goes like this. He was a Pharisee, and he was persecuting the Christians and killing them and stoning them. 
And then he had an experience that it took him years to unravel. And I think that's beautiful because every single one of us are giant hairballs of, of a mess of a person. And when we understand the story of Paul as being though, as though he had some life-changing event and all of a sudden he turned himself completely around in three days time, that's not quite accurate. Sometimes it takes some of us 10 years to return and rethink everything we thought we did or knew about ourselves or about the divine or about other people. And so these episodes are hopefully helping you to evolve, to blossom, to fully thrive, and to do the fine-tuning that needs to happen to help all of us really do the slow untangling of some of the things that we've gone through. Because let's be honest, we're all giant hairballs of people. And so if anything I just said resonates with you, then I'm really glad that you found this and that I found you and that maybe you can go back and listen to some earlier episodes and that they can resonate with you or maybe you can just keep listening from now on and it'll be just great because we all need some help. But here's, the, here's a final thought for you. I've been stuck on um, this brand new word that I heard a few months ago. There's reflect, right? When you go through an experience and you look back on it and you reflect, like, okay, this is what happened when we went to the circus and you reflect on it. And it could be a joyful experience to reflect, to think about how the trapeze artists were doing their thing, the jugglers and the clowns and the elephants and everything else, right? To reflect is to look backwards. However, what about if we were to take time to go and preflect, to look forward as almost in the same way that we look back to try to understand things? What about preflection? Not just reflection, but preflection. Look at your life right now with all of its day in, day out habits with all of the ways in which you respond to other people, all the ways in which you respond to your own activities, the way you look at yourself in the mirror, pay attention to how you're living your life right now. Preflect with me. If nothing were to change for the next five years, would you be happy with that? Let's say you even have the opportunity that the way you relate to yourself, to others, to your job, to your own finances, the way that you go about your whole scale of your life, if nothing changes for another 50 years, preflect, would you be happy with that? Or would that be terrible to you? Would, would you be terrified by the thought that, oh my goodness, I don't want to do this, what I'm doing right now for another five years or 50 years. Preflection is a really incredible gift. So is reflection. But so are the two words that I've been using this whole time. Return and rethink. Every so often, 
we need to take a moment and stop if we need to turn our direction around. We need to stop and rethink the way that we relate to ourselves when we look at ourselves in the mirror. We need to return because we got a little off path. We need to be redirected towards the goal that we really want. And these are the two words that have been shaping my own path for a pretty long time. Teshuva and Metanaya'el. Teshuva is the Hebrew word for, well, St. Jerome would say repent. And then it's the Greek word, metanaeo. But those two words really just are to return to your own very goodness, to be in shalom with everything and everyone, to be in right relationship, and then to metanaeo, which means to just change the way you think about everything. Authentic spirituality is always concerned with helping each of us to return our directions around so that we're headed in the right direction and then to rethink the way that we go about our own lives, to preflect before everything passes us by and then we reflect and then say, I was doing it wrong for too long and I just never took a moment to think about it. So here's the final, final thought, (laughs) okay? Where does all this come from? Because if you feel as though you are thriving exactly how you want right now, then you can feel free to move on. You don't need to listen to another episode of this. You're striving and you're doing awesome. But if you feel as though you're barely surviving or you feel like you do need some fine-tuning, then join Join us. This, anybody who's listening to this, there's like not a ton of people listening to it, but it's fun. And sometimes we text each other and sometimes we send emails to each other. And it's really interesting to be a part of a community that's trying to encourage people to engage with this content in some interesting ways. But really, these episodes... And this whole podcast endeavor of mine, it's kind of taken some new shapes over the past two and some years. But it really is all about you. Because here's what I believe. You're not done yet. Whatever's happened to you thus far in your life does not have to define you. And who you are now is not the finished project you still have some more movement to to do. You still have some blossoming to do. You still have some evolving to do. You've still got some time to roll beyond the things that have happened to you. Either the things that you have actively brought on yourself or the things that passively happened to you. I don't believe you're done yet because I'm not done yet and we're all headed towards hopefully greater and greater amounts of health and holiness. So here's the question. What do you think that means for you if you were to believe that you're not done yet? That your story isn't over yet? That the last page hasn't been written yet? What do you want to do with the rest of your day 
the rest of your week, the rest of your month, year, lifetime, knowing that you still have time to return and rethink the way you do everything so that you can grab onto the life that exceeds beyond the limit that the Jesus of the New Testament tells us is possible and is being offered to us if only we are willing to return and rethink. This has been the Ambushed Podcast, and may grace and peace be with you.